What's going on there, Youth Pastors? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. And I must apologize because I feel like in the episode this past Sunday, I lied to you and I told you that I was going to be posting on Wednesday. And clearly, it is not Wednesday if you're listening to this because it is Tuesday. And so I'm going to be posting these little mini episodes on Tuesdays because Wednesday is when I actually do my office hours. And my office hours are at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on my YouTube channel where I answer questions live. And so you're welcome to jump on over there to my YouTube channel, and I'll put a link down in the description below. And I'm going to take those clips, and I'm going to put them here for you to enjoy. And uh, so also on Wednesdays, I have prayer at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. You're welcome to join me there as well. And that's every Wednesday, 8 a.m. prayer and 11 a.m office hours. So you have questions. I have answers. Would love for you to join me. There'll be a link down in the description below. Today's episode, this little mini episode that I give you here is all about growing your youth ministry. If in fact you have a lot of homeschool students. Now listen, we know that traditionally homeschool students don't have a lot of reach. They're not in public schools, all those kinds of issues there. And I have had to deal with that in many of the churches that I've been a part of. And so I will share with you some workarounds and, and mindsets and other things that you got to kind of dive into to kind of work with if, if the majority or a good portion of your youth group is made up of homeschool students, well, then this episode is going to be for you. And even if it's not, even if you don't have a ton of homeschool students in your youth group, I think what I'm going to share today, at least some principles on growth and other things are going to help you and your youth ministry today. Okay, so let's go ahead and answer this question from a youth worker. What if I have a bunch of homeschool students how do I grow? Uh, it says our teens want to grow in the group, group size, but they have no interaction with other people and so forth out, uh, other than people at church uh, looking for ideas. Well, that is uh, quite a few of my students. Well, it's, it's in between homeschool, private school, and public school. And it's a third, third, and third probably for me. But I've had other youth groups where it was almost I mean, 50 to 70% of the students that I had were homeschooled. And so I think we begin with the premise of why, I know why we want the youth ministry to grow. I know why, I know, I, I understand that. The question is, is, is there a pressure to grow? In other words, is your, is your senior pastor or board members or whoever it may be, are they, are, is it a pressure to grow that I have to grow and I, all I have is homeschools to work with? Uh, or do I have, um, you know, in this case, the question is, you know, I have, you know, I have teens that want to grow the group, but they are homeschooled. Um, and so I think it's a matter of, I think you've got to work together with parents and your pastor on this because, you know, pastors who want their youth groups to grow possibly unaware of the dynamics that you're working with. Um, I was unaware in some of my youth groups, I was unaware that I had so many homeschool students. I, I, you know, once again, it's part of us in our brains as youth workers saying, well, everybody's, you know, of course, everybody's on the same page here, right? And that is not always the case. You know, uh, first of all, you may want the youth group to grow and they may not want it to grow. Uh, and, and in weird cases, maybe you, you don't want it to grow and they want it to grow. I don't know. But what I do know is that I think you have to get everybody on the same page. If you're talking about this kind of dynamic, because there are some parents, if you ask them if they want the youth ministry to grow, they might not. 
And so they're not going to be helpful in that way. And then you have some students that might not. So I think you have to find a consensus between your public school students, your homeschool students, your parents, uh, your pastor, because a lot of this is going to, you know, I've, I've tried to grow youth groups where they did not want the youth group to grow. It just was, that's just the way it was, um, you know, because of those kids that would get brought in. And I'm like, what are we doing here? What do we, what do we, you know, <laughs> we're not on the same page. And, and so for me, trying to, trying to, you know, this, put this puzzle together, uh, you really got to start with getting everybody on the same page. You, that's where I say you have to start. And you have to, if you, if, and if everybody does get on the same page, so yes, we want the youth minister to grow. We just don't want, um, you know, bad elements. And I agree. Listen, there's, there's certain, um, dynamics that your youth group can handle. And sometimes they can't handle, uh, you know, it depends who you're reaching out to and, and can you bring them in? Can, is your church welcoming to them? Is your youth group welcoming to them? And if they're not, well, then, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're going to hurt yourself in the long run because you're going to bring students in who are going to come into a group that doesn't really want them, that weren't on the same page as you. And now you have to teach them to love them when they didn't sign up for that in the first place, if that, you know? And so, uh, yeah, so I'd say first and foremost, get everybody on the same page. Do you want the youth group to grow? Okay, what are we willing to do to do that? If we're homeschooled and have a lot of kids that just don't have contact, I would do maybe, uh, I would, you know, use social media. And uh, I've been pitching this idea to a lot of people, and I'm, I'm going to do it with my group here soon, where I put out a message that we're going to pay, like we're going to meet, have youth at the local uh, Jack's or wherever, maybe Taco Bell, and say, look, we're going to tag it up. If you were being between the ages of 14 and 18, we're giving away free tacos tonight at wherever it is, or, you know, whatever food you're giving away. And then when those students come in, you, you, you're going to pay for whatever, you know, you're using church credit card or cash, whatever you're doing, and then you're going to swipe that and you're going to pay for them, uh, pay for their food, and then give them some information and just say, hey, would love for you to come to youth next week or have adults there with you that are participating with you that can engage in conversation with these students. They come and say, hey, we'd love to just talk to you for a sec. Uh, do you go to church anywhere? Uh, well, hey, we'd love to uh, be able to invite you and be a part. This is something we're doing as a youth ministry uh, because we, we know that there are teenagers out there looking for community and we would love to offer community to you. Uh, I would use definitely use social media in that way and do a live, uh, go live and show what's going on, uh, because I find that you know when you when that that motion, uh, you know uh, that action begets action, right? And motion begets motion. That when you're filming it or you're going live or you know whatever you're doing with it, then that tends to pick up traction. You have content to be able to share with other people to show this is what we've done, and so. Uh, so yeah, I would just say, look, if you're dealing with a home, uh, uh, a youth group that is predominantly homeschooled, number one, get everybody on the same page, pastors, parents, students, then you decide on uh, strategy. How do we want to do this? Whether that's doing a, a live event at a, 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 a restaurant somewhere, giving away free food, or, you know, it's just going to be places where people, where kids are hanging out and you got to go to those places. Um, and students have to be willing to go there as part of their journey and as part of their discipleship journey. And those are the kind of questions I answer over in office hours every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. 
I would love for you to join me. If you have questions, youth ministry questions that you want to ask me, I will answer them to the best of my ability. If you can't make it 11 a.m., we can always pop in our Discord. I'll put that link down below as well. And go ahead and put your questions in the office hours channel there. And I will look at them and you will ask them. And then you can listen to the episode where I answer your questions. So, but that is it, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this little uh, mini episode, this office hours episode. And uh, I'm going to put it out there every Tuesday so you can have the information you need to be able to build a successful youth ministry. That is it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode.